Welcome to Lighting Our Way, a podcast of Uganda Christian University's Standard Newspaper. Here, we hear stories of self-reflection, removing the log in our eyes so that we may see the light and transform our world. Hello everyone, my name is Vanessa Chalimba and you are listening to the Lighting Our podcast. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the clan with Charles Miti. So Miti, can you tell us about yourself? Uh, thank you, Vanessa. Thanks for, for hosting me as well. Uh, my name is Charles Ranga Miti and I'm a student here doing a Bachelor of Science in Accounting and Finance. I've just concluded my first year. And um, away from school, I am a farmer, a practice that I've been doing for since 2015. And uh, I'm really passionate about it. And it's the reason I'm back to school because I wish to grow my farm as a business, as a business enterprise. So uh, studying uh, accounting and finance gives me that kind of uh, insight about how to uh, manage my farm as a business and to grow it in that regard. So you are the head of the clan. What is the clan and what does it do? All right. Uh, The clan is uh, actually an acronym for the Climate Awareness Network, which is actually our initiative, the first of its kind here at UCU, where we hope to inform our fellow students who now uh, are part of the youth population that the country is targeting to mitigate against issues of climate. So as students, how can we be empowered in that regard to take deliberate climate action? So as a clan, we hope to um, create awareness among students about uh, climate change, issues of global warming, and uh, possible solutions. Possibly we could also extend opportunities for students to participate in innovation, in creativity, in that regard. So away from uh, the, the, the awareness and the opportunities, we want to garner youth to take deliberate action, but collectively, because we've seen several uh, several initiatives coming up for youth, but they uh, operate in silos. They are separated, but if we could garner students to uh, all operate for the same cause, then we believe we can uh, have so much impact uh, and also have a very big hand to play in, in, in creating a better future for us and the next generations. When did the clan start and what inspired you to start up this initiative? As a matter of fact, uh, the clan hasn't been around for so long. Uh, we've hardly been around for uh, three weeks, but we have already garnered students to uh, subscribe to our club. And ideally, the reason we uh, created the club was to was inspired by, by, by a survey we did uh, last semester where we wanted to know how deep do students understand the issues of climate and how well aware are they uh, as regards to what they should do to mitigate against climate change. And to our surprise, well, uh, most students were really ignorant about matters regarding climate change and uh, most couldn't give a simple description of how they, how they uh, internalize it, of how they understand it. And even those that really knew what the whole uh, uh, phenomenon was about thought 
that it was something that a problem for, for, for policymakers, a problem for government. Yet, actually, youth today have the biggest uh, chance at mitigating against climate change. So, which is why we created this initiative to create awareness, to uh, enlighten them that actually they have a responsibility and a, a big part to play towards this. So, uh, that was one part why we uh, I started it, but also through my experience as a farmer, as earlier mentioned, we've noticed that particularly this year, farming has been rather difficult due to the long spell of drought at the start of the year, which for many farmers was very difficult to operate in, but also the escalating prices of commodities since they are started we've been seeing prices of especially food commodities rising but that also translates to uh, agro inputs fertilizers uh, pesticide and all those things and uh, really they are all caused by um, climate change issues and if we do not act now then we should start worrying how we are going to feed ourselves in the future but away from that we believe there is no time food is ever going to be are irrelevant to our well-being, so which is why we need to create awareness and uh, help farmers actually do their job because for them they rely a lot on the environment, on climate, and if we do not do that, then we're all going to be affected in one way or another. But before we can see the effect starting to take course, at least while we still have a chance to mitigate against further happening, let's take this opportunity, opportunity to take action. So what exactly does the clan do and what are some of the things that you've accomplished so far? As the clan, the Climate Awareness Network, we are largely into the role of creating awareness, but of course intended to garner youth to take deliberate action. So our role falls largely into two parts, information and also action. So among our information strategies, we have events such as workshops, conferences, webinars, and outreaches. And for uh, effective execution of this, we are using tools such as articles, blogs like this one, blogs, podcasts. So in that regard, you know that we are coming back here like over and over to do now more podcasts about climate change, about the environment. And we also intend to use spaces such as social media, Twitter, Instagram, Telegram, and WhatsApp. And in fact, we already have our presence on all those uh, social media pages. On all platforms, we are the clan movement. You can go on Twitter at the clan movement, on Instagram, the clan movement, and even on uh, Facebook, the clan. And among the uh, action activities, we are organizing uh, events such as uh, massive tree planting uh, activities, community cleanups, uh, weekly aerobic classes, walks and marathons. And these activities are aiming, are aimed towards improving individual students' fitness and wellness as that of the community, as well as that of the community. So we believe that uh, through such engaging activities, we could uh, inspire uh, collective action as, as a community. We need to be coherent and, and cooperative towards now uh, taking uh, deliberate action as a whole. And of course, by this time, w when we mention climate, most of us think about the environmental climates, things like uh, floods, things like weather, all sorts of weather events. But away from that, we have an, another climate which we would like to refer to as social 
our social environments because the effects we see are with the weather climates also penetrate us further in our communities, in our families, and even us at an individual level. And to put it in perspective, uh, in communities today, and reports are actually uh, coming out that we have a lot of uh, insecurity, we have a lot of crime, a lot of gender-based violence, and those come down to uh, now our family levels. We saw during COVID there were a, a lot of reports about conflicts in a family because uh, a couple of members in a family couldn't w w withstand one another in, in that kind of setting. But those continue to, uh, like, we see with all sorts of weather events, floods, droughts, uh, heat waves. Those are symptoms of our failed community and family climates. But even at, a, at, at an individual level, we see uh, prevalence of disease among young people. Uh, all sorts of disease from mental health issues to physical diseases and even uh, most of them are depleted of their spirituality. So we hope to inform them about how to mend those innate systems of, you know, of theirs to mitigate against disease and all other personality traits like jealousy, like, uh, like you know, Lugambo, all those things because we've seen they do not work for us. So what we are garnering youth uh, to, to take action on is all those things that do not work for us in our communities. And that way we believe we can mend people to take care of one another with love, with kindness. And that is the same way we need to treat nature. And yes, uh, we believe by taking care of ourselves, taking care of our communities, our family relationships, we can also mend uh, our relationship with nature. And that way we can appreciate that we need to actually uh, be conservative about our relationship with nature. Where do you see the clan in the next five years? So like mentioned before, the clan is a movement and we have strategies to uh, garner as many youth as possible to take deliberate climate action. So we are starting here at UCU where we believe we have our strongest potential because all uh, the activities mentioned earlier and all the events we hope to organize are actually uh, in, in the right place because the university has uh, a, a very large youth population. So that way is where we're going to start. And uh, our university as well has so many facilities at our disposal that we could use to create awareness and also to engage youth. So for now, we want to work with uh, different uh, university faculties because each faculty has actually a very big role to play. Like today, I am here at the mass communication uh, faculty and this is where I'm actually airing out this information about our initiative and about climate. And uh, well, we could also look at it as a potential place. We could maybe design, write articles, write news, write podcasts, write vlogs, do YouTube videos. And this is one way of informing. But uh, even us at our different faculties, at, at business faculty, we could invest maybe into sustainable businesses, at uh, engineering, sustainable uh, energies, sustainable construction, and especially now uh, the agricultural department because we've seen agriculture has the biggest carbon footprint among all other common practices. So how do we make agriculture more sustainable? So you see, by uh, integrating this kind of information, uh, students can integrate it in their dis several dif disciplines of, of, of work to see that even after uh, graduation, they are not stuck on what to do. They can innovate in that space. They could 
as well be employable because they have a good understanding of uh, climate change and the possible solutions in that space. So we see ourselves, first of all, uh, manifesting at the university here, but our success shall also propel other different branches of the university to adopt the club such that they can educate the masses over there, the youth masses over there to take action. And if it works for UCU, uh, the best university in Uganda, it definitely works for all other universities. You know, we want to see that at the end of the day, we have a climate education curriculum uh, happening at these high standard, high, high, high institutions of learning. And it could go all the way down to secondary schools, even in primary schools, because there is no better time and climate change has never had a better time to start taking action than now. So. Each one of us at all levels, whether in the corporate world, whether as a student, whether a hustler, there is something you can do. And uh, in the next five years, we hope to see that at least Uganda is functioning on more sustainable policies, first of all, and on, on more enlightened citizens who are deliberate about their climate action. And uh, we, we want to see that at least we can survive and be able to feed our country in the next five years, but also in the next 100 or so many years when now our children are grown up and they also have people to feed. They should have equal access to uh, all these facilities, water, soil, good air. And that way we believe we can, we, we can live harmoniously with one another and in better health, in better enlightenment. So what are some of the challenges you face as the clan? Uh, our biggest challenge is mostly uh, coming from uh, mindset. Youth today are so distracted by all sorts of things, social media and, of course, uh, the, 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 the mental, all sorts of mental disorders. Can I mention mental disorders like, uh, well, depression, anxiety, those are all destructive and they come as a challenge to us because now we find it difficult to instill the message of climate change in, in, in them to get them to actually realize that it is an actual problem and a responsibility for each one of us. Most of them, even when you explain to them and they really understand it, they feel so vulnerable and with with little impact they can do. But if we empower them with information, basic things such as their eating habits, such as turning to, towards their, their spiritualities, turning towards their emotions, I believe we can unlock that door to now start informing them about issues of climate change and possible actions they could each take to uh, prevent it from happening further. So we believe if we have enough uh, personnel to inform and uh, inspire mind change, we, we would largely need their help on, on this aspect. But so far, the people we have talked to are actually willing to learn. They have that kind of mindset where they need, they can, uh, uh, they are willing to learn, yes. So tell us about your experience and how it has molded you to be the person you are today. I have mentioned earlier that I am a farmer. I grow vegetables, I take care of chicken and other animals like goats and cattle. And that is uh, a practice I've actually grown up doing, except I took it up professionally uh, in 2015. 
but uh, that experience growing up has uh, enlightened me more about relationships because with farming, you can never know the value of patience, the value of compassion, the value of kindness until you're actually practicing it. And farming is the best teacher to teach you that because uh, business, we see today people, young people especially, want to uh, invest here and then tomorrow they are harvesting. They want to uh, quick things. Mostly now they translate into gambling, betting, and all sorts of disciplines like that. But farming has a way to help us from such uh, habits. And uh, to put it in perspective, if you're a farmer looking to uh, grow tomatoes, you know you can't achieve it tomorrow, so you need to plant today. And uh, when you plant today, of course, you don't stop at planting and then you go to sleep. You have to water, you have to take care of it, and you have to be kind enough to it such that you, you, you treat it in the best way possible because, after all, you want the best fruits. And uh, for you to do that, you have to really take good care of it and as well uh, be patient with it as it grows such that you experience its entire journey growing up. And for me, that kind of fulfillment I see in my gardens when it's full of flowers, when I can communicate to my cattle, when I can communicate to my goats, tell them, go here, or maybe wait for me here, I'm coming back. That kind of relationship now inspires me to create even among people. I need, we, we need to inform people about mending their relationships because we could, there's a lot we could learn from nature, actually, a lot from animals because um, now, just like I was able to learn all these seeds of kindness, uh, patience, and, and compassion, uh, at this moment, I feel like uh, the garden is not my place anymore, but rather the whole world is actually my garden. I have the power to uh, plant those same seeds among people by creating awareness and uh, teaching them about these practices that actually work. We are living in a world full of chaos, yet actually we know exactly what to do. The information is there. Just as we know that planting a tree can help mitigate against climate change, we also know that uh, kindness, uh, practicing with kindness towards one another can help mend our relationships as well. So. Uh, that is how really my experience now is manifesting in in these things that I'm doing. And also, I think my name is following me because Miti, being Miti, and knowing that, well, trees are a very big part, they can play a very big part in mitigating against climate change. I want to plant much of myself in other people to have the same passion, to have the same regard for the environment as well as one another. You've mentioned earlier that you have a book that you're working on. So tell us about that book. Okay. Uh, for your information, there are actually two books. One just inspired the other one that I'm actually now looking to release before the first one that I started on. Uh, the first one that I started on is Transitions. And in this book, I hope to offer guidance to especially high school students transitioning to university. Uh, in my experience at university, I've noticed that so many young people lose their path while transitioning from uh, high school 
to university, especially at university. They get into uh, all sorts of uh, habits that are really not healthy for them, but as well destructive to their continuation with, with their studies. Things like uh, drug abuse, things like alcohol and you know sexual immorality, all sorts of... Uh, and this, this drive them into depression, into all sorts of anxiety, pressure, tension. And uh, these go further now to disrupt their relationships yeah, at, with their family members with their communities, with their fellow friends, you know, uh, they are really not sustainable. And uh, I have seen so many young people lose their path, geniuses losing their path, very creating, creative people now uh, getting disoriented in all sorts of ways. So this book is basically meant to guide the student how to manage basically that transition because we know, well, like I said, we know we have all the information to the things that actually work. So we also wish to inform the parents as well because at this point, a parent needs to uh, establish a, a different kind of relationship than before. Uh, we've seen that uh, in high school, in primary, that relationship comes naturally because, well, the student is either camped at home or at school, so it is very easy to manage them. But now while they jump into at, at, at university, they feel a bit more liberal and they, 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 they can be manipulated in all sorts of ways. But if the relationship they have with their parents is not really intact, is not that strong, they are very easily swept off the, their feet and now they end into uh, failure to finish their course or even finishing uh, with less expectations from what they had before. So ideally, that is the, the, the kind of uh, motivation we want to bring back to the student as well as the parent to mend their relationships such that they can also maneuver the university journey harmoniously just as they have done before. And uh, that also now translates into the next book that I'm writing, which is actually Climate Change In and Out. Since we are looking out to create awareness, to create, to let out this information of the things that actually work, we want to not, of course, focus on students or you know, young people or men in families. We want to see the whole nation uh, taking action, uh, being inspired. So we want to also solve some of the problems we're experiencing as a nation, things to do with poverty, unemployment, uh, things to do with climate change, especially floods, droughts, uh, hunger, famine. And uh, away from that, we also need to inform on uh, ways of living in complete wellness, health and wellness, you know. We know wellness uh, manifests in our physical, in our spiritual, and in our um, emotional. So we need to harmonize ways we are ab more ably able to express ourselves such that when we need help, we can get it. And when we can offer help, we can give it. So uh, that is basically the, 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 the two books that I'm writing, and most of them are focused towards now creating a better generation in the future, you know, helping the younger people also cope up with, with, with what uh, this world commands at the moment. As we conclude, what do you have to say to the students at UCU, to the people out there who are listening to this podcast? After Two messages. One, that climate change is actually real and it is nearer to us in so many ways than we have ever imagined. The second message is each one of us has something they can do 
to mitigate against it happening further. And it all starts with self. If you take good care of yourself in all manners, physically, emotionally, spiritually, then it means you can compel the same of your family, you can compel the same of your community, and that is how we start to transform our nation. And if we do that now, if we do that today, we have the power to create a better future that we can only envision right now for our children and live a better world for the next generations to come. So we call upon the student body, the administration of UCU, each faculty, in whatever way you can uh, call, participate to this cause, uh, in issues of uh, sustainability, sustainable living. Like we mentioned, uh, there's a lot the different faculties can do in that area. So we call upon each, of, each one of you to come up with innovative ideas, to come up with plans of actually taking uh, deliberate climate action, and we have to do it collectively. So uh, we call upon you to always turn up whenever you hear that there is an activity like we've been seeing this week, there have been, uh, this this good week, there have been activities such as uh, we started with the community outreach and everyone that attended it came out with a different story. And I had one particular person say that, well, we went to a desert and we, uh, by the time we left that place, flowers were already blooming. You know, we attended to the soil that needed us and we ended up serving souls. So it is the way we need to operate. We need to uh, inspire people to smile, people to actually smile genuinely when they are happy. So that is the world we hope to create uh, in the future, but it starts now. So each one of us, in whichever way you can participate, please do come up and you know, manifest that in yourself and in whichever way you can influence others. Yes, if we do that, then we are certain that the future is definitely going to be all right. Thank you for hosting me. Thank you very much, Mr. Miti, for accepting to be here with us today. And thank you, everyone who is listening. I remain Vanessa Chalimba. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you have been inspired by the wisdom of self-reflection. Please find us on www.standard.ucu.sc.ug and share with others this message that lights our way.